I'm Emily Richardson, and welcome to Trashbox, a real Housewives podcast. Today on Trashbox, we have a very special guest. Uh, we have Nick from the hilarious Instagram and Twitter fan slash meme account, Real Housewives Out of Context. That is at R-H-O-U-T. O-U-T. <laughs> O-F-C-O-N-T-X-T. Well, thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. You're uh, popping my podcast cherry, so <laughs> oh, it's going to be a gush of information. Oh. It's going to be a gush of opinions. Oh, my. I feel I'm being cancelled right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chrissy Teagues. Hey. Hi. Um, Nick, how long have you been doing the Real Housewives Out of Context account? So I've been doing the account for just over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing the gifts for much longer than, I think about five months longer than that. Um, I, yeah, what can I say? I just can't ever find the right gif to use. <laughs> so I'm like, why not make your own? How do you, that actually, that's a very smart thing. How do you even make gifts? Like, how do, I wouldn't even know the first thing. That's my secret. Oh my God. herbs and spices. <laughs> um, no, um, very lucky to know how to use just like editing software mm-hmm. use a bit of adobe use a bit of iMovie here and there create some assets put some watermarks on it let everyone know who i am because i'm just that conceited please i have a podcast i under i understand the need for attention it's funny i i so on the trashbox instagram account we don't have a lot of followers but i'm like i should get them but my God, I get lazy. And it is a lot of work to do these things. It's a lot of work. Yes. It's insane. Especially in the time like we are now. Mm -hmm. The golden time of housewives during the year. It really is, yeah. We have three top tier housewives. And you're trying to just keep up with all that. Plus all the casting drama that's coming around. Plus all the other tidbits of news everywhere. It's hard to keep up. It actually is. Um... I'm very overwhelmed. I was just telling you before we started recording that next week I'm going to a cottage uh, with my family. And I thought, well, should I take the week off? And then I was like, no, I can't take the week off. It's just, this is the golden era. I can't miss a Potomac. So I'm going to be recording with my mom next week. She doesn't know that yet. On a very special episode of Trashbox featuring Emily's mom. Nancy. Featuring Nancy. Nancy. (laughs) What would her tagline be? Oh, it'd be like, I love my gardens and my cat. (laughs) <laughs> straight to the point Just straight, this is what i like <laughs> uh so we need to start with the casting drama you just mentioned okay which city do you want to start well you were you were mentioning dallas before okay so i have seen in some fan accounts on twitter that mm-hmm. dallas cast, casting has um kind of rolling along and that they've gotten rid of brandy Stephanie and Carrie, allegedly. <gasps> what? Wait. Yeah, that means someone is staying. Cameron? Allegedly, yeah. But that's ridiculous. She's the most racist one. But she gets a redemption season. Don't you think she should get a redemption season? Oh. I'm hoping people know I'm being sarcastic right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you wrote a really interesting post when we were like deep in the throes of the Dallas reunion? Yes. Uh, I think it was the re- reunion, the finale, one of those two, yeah. 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 About how you weren't sure if you were going to continue watching? Continue with Dallas just because it wasn't so much, not only what was going on on screen, mm-hmm. but how they were all coming after her, 
yeah. with Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was going on in social media with Karen oh. Hort and Chart? I just cannot believe that's a real name. Like, <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And just the, the toxicness and going after Tiffany's work and tagging the place that she works at and mm-hmm. trying to discredit saying she was operating while she was drunk. It was disgusting. I get, I get that it's meant to be like real life as you know what orange county season one was meant to be like meant to be peak behind your real life but this is someone that is i'm assuming stressed enough because of the pandemic they're obviously in the medical profession and they just do not need that and just the blatant going after her i i felt like it was racist people may not not everyone may agree but i thought it was racially motivated i thought it was too and i also think that had to do with like and there's all this asian hate going on yeah not because of covid but it's like it's extra it's extra happening it's highlighted yeah it's intensified and it was just absolutely goddamn fucking disgusting and ignorant i think it was racist yeah so yeah so um allegedly deandra cameron and dr tiffany moon will be back for season six and if it's true i think this is the the fastest that a city has lost all its OGs. I think you're right. Five seasons. I mean, gosh. Because I think Nene left Atlanta after season seven with the whole Claudia mm-hmm. debacle. Um, so that was pretty quick. But if this is true, this is the quickest. That's wild. I can't believe, because Deandra wasn't an OG. That's right. No, she's not. Oh. Interesting. Well, I really yeah. hope they get rid of Cam because um, she's trash. She's a trash person. Trash box. Trash box. She's a trash box. <laughs> um, and then there, I also read some stuff about New York that they were, that Ramona has quit. Oh, quit. I didn't hear quit. I heard she's being let go. She's being let go. And then she quit ahead of time before they could fire her because she heard rumors yeah. and that they weren't going to film a reunion at all, which I think sounds a little bs yeah what do you think of that uh i think fuck ramona and i think we'll get into it when we talk about new york but fuck ramona i can't see new york without ramona i really can't <laughs> oh i mean i look i say the same thing about bethany after season three which was my entry into housewives i'm like oh wait I, this who's this raven-haired woman screaming at this redhead in a frilly <laughs> dress like who the hell is this woman i love her she's a star and it comes season four, Cindy Basha comes on. Well, that's not Bethany. What the hell? They're trying to do what? Um, and I was like, I can't, I can't, this, this can't happen. Yeah. Um, but New York survived. So look, if Ramona goes, I personally don't see it uh, New York without Ramona, but it could work. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, they are having an issue. They're having an issue. They are having an issue this season. That's for sure. And people have opinions and they have an, an opinion about people's opinions. <laughs> So we'll get into that. It's a very, like, <laughs> it's a very dramatic fandom, yeah. The Housewives. Yeah. Uh, the third casting news was Atlanta. Uh, and so what they're saying is, Cynthia gone? What did they say? Oh, that's not what I heard. What did you hear? Really? We're hearing two different things. I heard Cynthia's probably gone. Portia isn't, is on the bubble. Drew is gone. Latoya's definitely gone. Uh, and they're going to have to, like, do a complete sweep slash bring in a bunch of new Housewives. What did you hear? I feel like you you know more than me. The only thing I've heard is that Sheree is back. Oh, then yes, because this was breaking news yesterday. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Uh, 
I don't know how I feel about Sheree. I'm okay with it. I don't, she's, she's always going to be entertaining to me. The way I feel about Sheree is the way I feel about Gina and OC. And it's that you're not rich. No, that's true. I don't aspire to your life. I get that Housewives has kind of moved on from OC season one when it's meant to be aspirational behind the gates kind of look at affluent woman. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of moved on from that. But what is Sheree going to bring? Like a convict boyfriend? (laughs) The only thing I can think of why they are doing that is because they're getting rid of probably Cynthia and maybe a Porsche. It sounds like everyone. I mean, I know Kenya and Candy are saying that's, I mean, again, this is all rumors and allegedly, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if this all went down. Hmm. Are we really going to let go of Porsche during this time? I mean. Well, apparently she doesn't want to do it because she's filming her own reality show. Yeah. I, I feel like, I think I heard that she, this is a spinoff that I'm just finished. It's the things mm. meant to be a peek into her life. <laughs> um, the whole Simon thing was meant to be her storyline for season 14, I think. Yeah. 14 is the upcoming one. Yeah. So for, it's meant to be her storyline. I don't think they were going to mention Fallon, which is oh, going to be strange because we all know what happened. It's so strange. But yeah, so look, um, I don't know how I feel about Sheree. I really don't. And like really coming back for a third time, it's like, why? Is that the first time, if she does come back, is that the first time that's ever happened? A three-time return? As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> as far as my knowledge goes. Yeah, of my encyclopedic knowledge. But yeah. <laughs> so let's just get right into it because I cannot wait to hear your takes on this week's episodes. This week, I am actually so excited. We got the real Housewives of Potomac returning to yes. our TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a gift from heaven. Yeah, really. 90 minute premiere. 90 minutes. Okay, yeah. listen to this fuckery. Weirdly enough, on Canadian television, what they did was they took that episode that I think was like almost an hour without commercials and they put it into an hour with commercials so they cut to four, out to 40 minutes. They cut out wow. a bunch of shit. And I didn't realize till I went on the Reddit and people were like, wow, extra long episode. And I had to rewatch it the next day. I mean, I got to rewatch it the next day, but they cut out a lot of shit. They cut Ooh. out all of like Candace's parenting. They cut out that, um, that flashback to young, hot Karen. I love young, hot Karen. Like these are, these are goals. Exactly. These are little goals you're stealing from me. I just like, Love this show so much, and I think it's my number one right now. What about you? Admittedly, I'm a late-in-life Potomac lover. And that's okay. And I, I regret not starting. I did watch season one, because I do I do, I do watch Housewives from the... I try to watch them from the first episode and first season, see how it goes, and then kind of test the waters from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Dallas and Potomac, what they did was they tried to make it shows about something else, and then kind of bring them into housewives later on. So with Potomac, it was a lot about etiquette. Yes. It was what like, was oh, you can't do that, you can't do this. So I was not a fan in season one because all they talked about was etiquette. And I was expecting like table flips, you don't talk about my family. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting a lot of that, but I didn't. So I left it for season two and three and four kind of dipping in here and there just to kind of keep up with the yeah. with the young kids nowadays. Um, <laughs> and then season five, 
with the home. I mean, it was that, was that, that last, was season? last season? Yeah, it was um, teased obviously quite a bit with what happened with Monique and Candace. I'm like, okay, better jump in. And it was a great time to jump in. We obviously got to meet the amazing Dr. Wendy last season. I love Dr. Wendy. Yeah, I love her. Um, I think that she was obviously a bit overshadowed about what happened last season, that we didn't really get to meet her, that we don't, like, nothing really stands out for me from last season, from Dr. Wendy. She did enough, but not too much. I agree. She didn't, like, leave her mark on last season. She tried something. She tried to come for Karen. And now I think she's kind of got the memo that she needs to loosen up, tighten up her face, yeah, yeah. bring out them titties. Um, and it looks like she's kind of going to be on Team Karen this season, which I think is a really great strategic move. Did you watch the Wendy Williams interview with Karen? No, I did not. So Karen was giving very glowing reviews, I guess, or descriptions of her relationship with Ashley. Mm-hmm. Mia and Wendy. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm obviously that team. I'm that team. Yeah. Obviously. She was going hard for Giselle. Obviously, they're, they're going to go hard for each other. Oh, of course. Let's just get right into the episode. Let's get into it. Right away, we start off with the nude interlude and <laughs> all the women getting sent that ridiculous video of Wendy doing like the silhouette TikTok challenge or whatever that, that is. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. I really liked it too. <laughs> It's just, it's just the kind of ridiculousness I love from these women and they don't exactly. take themselves so seriously. And I think it's a great contrast from Four Degrees. Four Degrees Wendy. Yes. Because you know? so all we really knew about her, Four Degrees, Fox News, <laughs> Professor Wendy. This is, this is a different side. This is sexy Wendy. This is Wendy after dark, you know? And she looks good. I think, I really think, great. I really think she's here to play. Yeah. I, I'm a fan. Um, I forgot how gorgeous these women are. I mean, Housewives are beautiful. Let's just say that I put it out there. But I think this cast is the most beautiful. It's true. I think that um, Giselle, despite her terrible style, is is perfect looking human. And I think Ashley, Ashley is gorgeous too. Actually, I mean, her first confessional was very, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the twins were out, <laughs> everything. But I thought she was, she yeah, she looked great. Um, Giselle... Giselle suffers from pretty girl syndrome, where she's so pretty, you can kind of just just about look past everything else that's wrong with her. Just about. Just about. But she's not quite there yet. No, she's not. Yeah, I, she's so pretty, though. My gosh. Like, she was just, she's just glowing in her first confessional scene. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess even, like, even Candace and that yellow eyeshadow that people were, like, coming for her, or that <laughs> eyeliner... Yeah. I, I loved, I love, I just think she's so damn pretty. She can pull it off. I agree. Yeah. And Robin's gorgeous and Karen's gorgeous. I've been, um, re- I know I'm just jumping all over, but I just yeah. get so excited about Potomac. Potomac. I've been re-watching season two because I kind of forgot what happened in it. And mm. Karen's glow up. My God. Like she's had a lot of work done. And the wigs. The, the wigs. Definitely the wigs. Um. My attitude with the whole plastic surgery thing is mm-hmm. as long as it's good, who cares? Oh, yeah. As long as you're not looking like a cat person. As long as you're not going to be embotched, you know? <laughs> I'm like, go ahead, get a head transplant. I don't care. Bring it. Get the full Dorit. Get the full Dorit. So White Chris and Candace have a new house. And it's a big old mansion. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is, it, is it their house? 
I don't know. Do you think she's lying? Do you think she's lying? Well, I want to just point to Giselle's question about Chris. Yes. Which is, so what's he doing now? Yeah, what is he doing? And Candace answers, he's doing some online videos. He's golfing. Huh. Do you really think Bravo checks are paying for their house, though? No. No, <laughs> you know because I mean? that's a like, big house. That's a big fucking mansion. It's a big house. I get that Candace does have, like, I think a wig business or an extensions business. <laughs> are, you, are you right? Trucking in your white claw? Yeah, I was just trucking my white claw. And, you know, <laughs> just the, the pure innocence of that, I think she has a wig business. <laughs> I think they mentioned it in season three when she first came along, that she has, like, a business. I think they've done her dirty in the fact that we don't really know much about Candace, even though she's been on for three seasons. I, yeah, she's an interesting one. I think she's a bit of a... Um, a hustler and i don't think it's in a bad way i think it's no. kind of in a housewives way where it's like you know like monique's not for lazy moms blog like uh podcast oh, they all have a lot of like little <laughs> scams going and candace yeah. is working on a recording career and you know there's a lot of stuff that doesn't add up to that mansion i think it's her mom's money yeah like, come on. so i don't think bravo chicks are paying for that house alone no so I don't, I don't think even cameo money is going to pay for that as well. Um, so do I think Dr. I'm sorry. She is a doctor, isn't she? Dr. Dorothy, because she's a psychiatrist. Yes, yeah, yeah. she is. Uh, yeah. And like, my God, if you're her patient and you're watching the show. Sign me up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zoom therapy. <laughs> oh, God. Do I think she's part of? I think she is, but I don't think they're gonna talk about it. No, because this is me. This is part. This is part of the story. Like she's growing up. She's got her own house. She's moving out of her mama's handbag, um, and now she's, I guess, looking to be a parent. I did like those scenes. I feel like this is a softer side to Candace than we've ever seen. Being with her bonus children. That's nice. I would like to see her with children. I would like to see what she's like with her, with kids, with her own kids. Will it soften her up? I think it will. Because I, th- I think she's a monster. Do you think so? Do you think she's a monster? Yes. I'm going off the interactions between her and Ashley on social media and that she has still re- kind of refused to apologize for. Oh, right. Those... With calling her a roach, calling her a concubine. concubine and there's this God. one that struck me. I'm, I'm obviously not a black woman, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Just letting you go, listeners know I am not a black <laughs> woman. Um, but calling someone, I think, a bed wench. That everyone kind of focused on the wench part. We're calling someone a bed wench is a black woman who sleeps with white men for privileges. Wait, that's what that means? Yeah. That's what that means? So, so you're, you're, for lack of a better term, you're whoring yourself out <gasps> as a black woman for privileges to a white man, to a master, basically. This is back in, obviously, slave days. Oh, and people I kind didn't of just, know that's what that meant. That is horrible. That's horrible. And people kind of just focus on the wench part of it. They didn't kind of take the whole context of bed wench. Bed wench. Yeah. But it's it's a little ironic that Candace is calling that to Michael. She's also with a white man. I think she's alluding that I have my own business, I work, and you are just, oh. you're a trophy wife. Ew. Is this trophy wife such a bad thing, though? I mean, uh, you do you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually kind of a compliment. It's like, listen, I'm hot as shit. I'm that gorgeous that someone wants to just have me around as a trophy. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, it wouldn't be terrible if a really rich man said, I pick you. I mean, the issue, if it was Michael Darby, would you do it? No. No. <laughs> and I want to address something that um, I think was questioned on the show past seasons when obviously would ask grabbing. Yeah. 
and and they, I think they've it's been um uh, is it an Australian thing? Mm-hmm. And as someone who has lived in Australia, I'm obviously here down under in New Zealand, but um mm-hmm. I've lived in Australia for quite a bit as well. It's not a norm. It's not a normal thing. Okay, so that's bullshit. No, probably probably like when you're playing sports, like you know how people slap butts. Yes. And like we play football. That's all I know about football is tight pants slapping butts. <laughs> so I guess when you're playing rugby, someone scores a try, slap butts, yay. Mm-hmm. No, but I don't think people just grab butts on just walking down the street. I think if I did that, I would I would get there would be some reprimand. <laughs> I, I think that's correct. And you are a man. I think like it's worse for men. Like I've definitely slapped my my girlfriend's butts or I have actually. That's not terrible. <laughs> or like gone honk honk on the boobies when we're wasted. But like it, I wouldn't just do that to anybody. These are my friends no. where yeah. have they given me consent? No. But There's a comfort level. There's a comfort level. But it's a comfort level. And Michael, I don't think is around these men enough to have a comfort level. No, no. You know what I mean? Maybe he feels that they, he does, but I don't think he does. I think he's a creep. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. So Karen, it looks like Karen's storyline this season is the renewed vows with Ray. Oh, you know what? Let's hope they break the curse. Yeah, I, I kind of. Let's hope they break the curse. I hope so too, because I really like you know, as fucked as their marriage has been and the money stuff is so messy uh, and the age gap is clearly causing a lot of issues. I, I, I do like them. I root for them. I like them together. Yeah. I like them. And I feel like, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Karen. So I just want the best for her. I do too. Even though she is, I, I'm not evil, but she is truly the queen of shade, especially in those confessionals. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. True. It's it's like if you can't stand the shade, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. You know, don't come after Karen if you can't take the shade. And it's always true. Like her shade is always true. My God, when she was praying for Giselle. Oh, I love oh. life. I mean, we'll get to that. But Giselle is mad at her for bringing Karen brought up the rumor about Jamal having another child at the reunion. And that's a that's a rumor that's been in a lot of housewives mouths over the years exactly and as why are you being mad at karen when it was already out there it wasn't page six it wasn't radar it was everywhere and she we don't we don't see her calling like radar online being like you owe me an apology fyi (laughs) i get very angry with giselle a lot of the time like i'm definitely team karen but I don't hate Giselle. I think she's really entertaining and she and she's not a bad yeah. person. She's just I don't hate Giselle. So in denial about certain stuff. And, she, and yeah. well, you know what? Actually, I'm I, like I said, I, I am rewatching season two and she is messy, messy, messy Giselle. She is messy. I see Giselle as like the Titanic. <laughs> Every season she's like beautiful, shiny, full of hope. Yeah. And then she just crashes into an iceberg. <laughs> Of messiness and just sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's honestly like her outfits and her uh, home decor are indicative of the chaos that is in her brain, I feel. That, oh my, perfect. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I think that's the right word, chaos, because mm-hmm. she is a lot of misdirected anger there. there the, and that's it. It's a lot of misdirected anger. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Dr. Dorothy, Candace's mom, and Giselle... Like three three parts spin off, <laughs> kind of like marriage boot camp. <laughs> let's let's untangle that. Let's let's see it. Yeah, eh? 
She's so pretty, though. God damn, she's so pretty. She is so beautiful. And it's. I think it's really ironic that, like, Rihanna's favorite Real Housewives of Potomac is Karen, when Giselle looks so much like Rihanna. She does. She really does. She does. Got that beautiful forehead. One last thing about Giselle during this time is um, she's putting her kids through this. Yeah. This is her choice. They're, they're not yeah. old enough to... Oh, I guess they can say, Mom, I don't want to do this. But... I don't know. They're pretty young, I feel. like. Yeah, but th- she's putting her kids through this. It's it's. I feel bad for them. And they were completely right last season being like, Mom, I don't know if I trust Dad, which is really sad. And see, they're saying that mm-hmm. before Karen even said anything. Yeah. And now she's going to say, oh, you know, you put my kids through this. But I'm like, no, you're, you're, you're doing this. You're bringing it out on national TV. Yeah, I completely agree. It's... Um, it's Giselle placing the blame on other people when, and I don't, I don't think her her reunion with her her ex is phony, like they like like they were saying last year. Um, you don't? No, I think it actually happened. Like I think that they were dating again, but I think that Jamal's a creep, and he would totally deny it to someone he was trying to fuck. Interesting. Do you think it was fake? Because your eyes are saying no. I do not agree with you. I. I'm trying to think of what else Giselle did last year. What was the storyline? Well, her storyline was very anti-Monique, bringing the bodyguard to the reunion. See, but that all was a reaction to the fight. The fight obviously was, didn't happen in the beginning. So no. she didn't have a storyline. Her storyline was getting back with Jamal. Yeah, maybe you're right. Like, yeah, very interesting. This is the way I see the whole hot take here. Bethany and Carol fight because when season 10, what did Carol do? She ran a marathon, which finished in episode three or episode yep. two. And what else did she do for the rest of the season? She fought with Bethany. She fought with Bethany. So that, I mean, I feel like that they have nothing to bring. So they're coming up with these things. And then this season, what Giselle is doing is saying, oh, I don't know about Jamal, the pandemic, and she's going to make that their breakup. But literally, even Candace, who is team Giselle, is not buying it. And Candace is like, um, <laughs> are you sure that's all it is? <laughs> are we sure? Um, so we'll get to the dinner, but let's just briefly go over where everybody is. So Robin is clearly depressed. Is she? Well, she's just lazy. Does she need some of Monique's essential oils? Why Why do you think she's depressed? I think she's depressed because she's sleeping until really late times. Uh, uh, listen, I think it's COVID related. Mm. Have you not found like with COVID, you're just your lack of motivation and and just, I, I, I've been eating shitty. I've been sleeping way more than I should. I agree with, with Robin. The days go into each other. They do. Well, right before, when I was living in Melbourne last year, when they had their lockdown, I was eating plenty and I was sleeping plenty. I mean, <laughs> it was a four-week lockdown that turned into 16 weeks, just like keeping on extending. KFC was just downstairs. I had a lot of KFC. <laughs> but I still found a way to make myself busy. I don't know. Am I, am I just looking at it from, I guess, am I not being empathetic enough? I don't know. She has kids, and she has kids. Well, Juan is being a lot less empathetic than than you're doing. So, <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not alone. It's, it's a turn off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. It's a turn off thing. That really that bugged me. You, I feel like it's weaponizing the relationship, the sex, obviously the sex, because yeah. that was obviously a problem 
and previously the last incarnation of the relationship where he was finding sex somewhere else so as i feel like it's weaponizing it again yeah it was really where, gross yeah um no i don't think you're not being empath well well to be honest you're not being overly empathetic to her struggle <laughs> <laughs> but also i think that's a very like um regular response to that because also yeah. I will say, did I use the COVID as an excuse sometimes to just do shit all 1,000%? Of course, so did I. We all have a <laughs> Um, Speaking of weaponizing sex, Ashley Darby and Michael Darby, she's they haven't fucked in a few months. Any any excuse to not touch that that Australian dick right there. <laughs> and he and like he cheated on her when she wasn't basically horny because of her baby last time so it, yeah. it's i hope it i don't hope it works out i hope she gets the fuck out of there but i hope she's i hope she's not cheated on again i really love ashley i have a real soft spot i really hope so too um normally i'd be like girl get out of there you know leave him behind but i can kind of understand why she stayed she did just have a child mm-hmm. i'll take that back because he has been doing this even before they had a child yeah from memory so, I mean, I would have been like, well, you should have left back then. But she really should have left him. You know what? I guess she truly loves him. So, does she? Do you think? I think she does because I would not put, uh, if I were in her shoes, I would not put myself through that on national TV, international TV, I might say, <laughs> on international yeah. TV, hey. <laughs> being humiliated by my husband like that over and over again. Even with kids, without kids, I I myself would not put myself through that. But maybe, like I said, I'm not in the relationship. Maybe he's really good in bed. Maybe he sings to her in bed. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I would have left. I think that, yes. I, I think that she must be in love or she feels compelled to stay because of the money. I don't know. But you'd think that Ashley, at this point, if it really was that bad, she would leave because she has Real Housewives money. And she would get, I'm sure, a little, a nice little settlement out of the divorce. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 one of the great mysteries of the world. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so we get to the crux of the episode, which is this ridiculous, like, boob premiere party that Wendy's throwing. I love that boob premiere. And we meet Mia. What do you think of Mia? Do you think she's 36? Do I think she's 36? Hmm. It's it's hard to tell when people have that much plastic surgery because yeah. they kind of just look like they're 50 and trying to hide it. Yeah. They're either 15 or 50. You don't, I can't even tell. Um, yeah. I like Mia so far. Yeah, me too. The way, the way I meet Housewives, is they always started at 50 for me. And it, and it either just goes up or down from there. And I think she, to me right now, she's in a 55. She hasn't really done anything yet. She's obviously supported Karen. Um, she's been thrown into this deep end of talking about a boob party, by the way. We'll talk about walking into a housewife's dinner. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed Karen being like, oh, we actually went through a business acquaintance. And it's like, a housewife's producer. That's your that's your business acquaintance. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like the women being like, who's this bitch? I don't know who this is. Which is kind of refreshing. Yeah. I like that we're also meeting another woman that has a professional career. Yeah, I like it too. Because she's a chiropractor. It'll be interesting to see how, because obviously I think we've seen in the previous that she obviously clashes with Candace. The salad tossing, I mean throwing, sorry. No, not tossing here. Salad tossing. <laughs> Just maybe in a Derby household. Um, <laughs> but <Hey-o. laughs> we'll see how that goes. 
I'm interested to see what she brings. Me too. I think she has a lot of potential. I also got a kick out of, even though I'm team Karen for life, when they were sitting down at the dinner, when she's like, well, I think Giselle seems like she has a beautiful soul. (laughs) I kind of liked it. It was like, (laughs) I think she really meant it too. I think so too. But I mean, I want the best for Giselle and I'm hoping for the best for Giselle. I can't believe I just said that. I'm hoping she has a beautiful soul. between there's a lot of darkness going on right i mean like we're gonna yeah. we're about to talk about beverly hills in new york and new york is just a mess and beverly hills we're dealing with this erica drama and with potomac it's even light, though they're at so each far. other it's lighter yeah it's light they don't take themselves so seriously and you know that this drama between karen and giselle is never going to end up with someone not showing up to a reunion oh like, God, they know yeah. their job you know yeah yeah. Yeah, I really love the show. It makes me happy. And I mean, the big, I don't think any of them are evil. I think that they are all really entertaining and funny. They're housewives. They're quintessential yes. real housewives. They know their job and they're doing their job. It's great. And I know so many, it's funny, like I've been booking guests for this this podcast. I think I mentioned this last week, but a lot of people are like, oh, I'd love to talk about New York and Beverly Hills, but I don't watch Potomac. And I'm like, oh my God, you need to. Like, no shame. How can you not? How can you not? How can it's you so not? It's so good. Um, yeah. So we get down to the the actual dinner. There's some shade thrown at Mia for her plastic surgeries, which I think is pretty fucking rich coming from Wendy, who just got it all done. Who just got, the, the, which is the reason for the dinner. Reason for the dinner. And she's yeah. denying some of it too. Like, she clearly got a tummy tuck and her ass done. Do you think she got her ass done? Yes. That picture they showed from last season. <laughs> It's like deflated. Okay, this yeah, okay, this for you. <laughs> they took the they got the worst screenshot. This is a bad angle. Yeah, yeah. They got the worst screenshot for that. Can I just say pause it a little bit? Um the Potomac editors, they earned their paycheck in gold. They're so good. From the screenshot to how far does Wendy live? <laughs> it's great. They're, they're bringing it. They're very funny. It's it's a comedy. Yeah, We're watching it really is. I, I was disappointed really that is. none of these. Karen Hugel was not nom- nominated for best actress in a comedy at the Emmys. So disappointed. <laughs> I've let the Emmys know. We need some reality show. Uh, some reality show Emmys, like, but like its own like subcategory of like ridiculousness. Well, Selling Sunset was nominated, what? so I don't know why Potomac wasn't. Yeah, best unstructured. Unstructured. So they do have that kind. Of, <laughs> it's just chaos. <laughs> reality tv so there is space for that so yeah no, i think that the editors definitely need a raise at the very least mm-hmm. they're really they're they're turning gold into platinum the good the women are giving us gold and these editors are just making it into priceless item episodes every week yeah it's true and they're getting some good sound bites like what the fuck was karen talking about at that dinner I think I know. Okay, can you tell us, please? I th- I think it's talking about STDs. I think she's saying yeah. she's lost an STD. Oh my lord, that is so low. It's talking about a, like a fiery her box is fiery. It's on fire. That's why she can't keep him in because fiery hot box. Oh my god, fiery yeah. hot box. because she can't keep allegedly. Yeah. FYI, I have not been to Giselle's box. So I don't know, <laughs> but I think what um Karen's alluding to is she can't keep a man because she's got like herpes or something. Allegedly. That's terrible, Karen. But how would she know as well? Yeah, let's pull up that thread. How do you know, Karen? Yeah, how, how do you know, Karen? It's such a drunken night. Drunk Karen. 
in the lake house. But here's the thing. If she actually does have an STD, like that is recurring and like lifelong, fuck you, Karen. That's really rude. But if she doesn't and she's just swinging out these, these like random accusations, then it's kind of funny. I'll yeah. give it to her. I mean, Karen is quick <laughs> on her feet. She is... If there's... I mean, the Olympics are coming up again. I don't know why I don't have a reading challenge Olympic event i think karen will be (laughs) like a lifelong gold medalist because she's so good at. i don't think there's anyone on her level across the franchise i agree i don't think i don't think so like i think she would take down bethany easy oh not even close yeah and i love bethany so Mm -hmm. this hurts do you love bethany you're into bethany okay we'll get into that in new york (laughs) (laughs) uh, we'll talk about the issues in new york well, I mean, do you have anything else to say about the Potomac premiere? I loved it. I had a great time. I loved it. I, like I said, this is a golden time of Housewives. Mm-hmm. It really but is. Three, three top level series. Yeah. Um, I think that Bravo's finally realized that Potomac is where it's at. Yes. And they're putting it on along with these two other quote unquote beloved series. They're not, oh. they're not pairing it with OC on New Jersey. No. Oh, no, they're yeah. pairing it with these two and then segueing into Salt Lake City, which is kind of hot at the moment, obviously. It is hot, so, yes. So I think Bravo is finally working up on that. And if you're not watching Potomac, are you even watching Housewives? That's the question. Like, it, it really, yeah. it. I, I read like a tweet or a Reddit or something. I don't know. I read all these stupid fucking things and I forget <laughs> where I've seen them. Um, that was like, we are currently witnessing a Real Housewives franchise in its prime. And it's true. It really is. It really is. Last season, this season. Um, Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Let's move on to something that is clearly not in its prime. The Real Housewives of New York. Oh, okay. I I feel like you and I will be in different couches here. Really? Yeah. Okay, please. Let's start with you. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that this was a better episode than some we've seen this season. Okay. I'm excited by, again, the chaos of Bershawn, even though it was just, she was just shooting left and right. Like, I'm not really yeah. sure where she wanted that to land. Um, and I like Ebony, um, but I have to agree that the the group as in, as all of them together and Leah, they're acting like grandmas. They're being boring. Like, have some fucking fun. Like, you know? But is that the COVID though, or is it the group? Uh, I think it's both. I think probably it's a bit both. of both. Yeah. What do you think? I like Ebony. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest criticism I've seen about Ebony is that she's teaching mm-hmm. all the time. She's teaching, and I I personally just don't see it as that. I see that it's like what Garcelle said in the season premiere of Beverly Hills, where Kyle doesn't have to think about race. No. Garcelle does. And I feel like with Ebony, that's what it is. She races always because that's who she is. And I think she yeah. said that um, somewhere along the series as well. So when something comes out, something gets mentioned that is inaccurate or it's wrong, mm-hmm. she will correct it because that's just who she is. She's being authentic, I feel. Um, does it come across preachy? Probably does. Again, to me, it doesn't, but maybe I'm just a bit more open to it. I'm not saying people are close-minded, but maybe I'm a bit more open to it i think that ramona and luann are definitely probably much more close-minded than you so i think that is fair to say yeah and so 
I think it's a reflective of a housewife series in 2021. COVID yeah. and obviously racial issues. It would be great to see if they had added on an Asian American housewife at the same time and see how that would have turned out as well. Because obviously there's a lot of Asian American hate going on mm-hmm. in New York. It's such a diverse city where a lot of it's still going on there though. So it'll be interesting to see how that would have turned out. But you know, we've got the amazing Ebony and then we've got, like I said, the chaotic <laughs> Sean. Um, yeah, I love Ebony. I would, even though it's a bit daunting to see housewives my age, because I'm like, no, please be older. Um, <laughs> She's in her mid-30s, right, Ebony? Yes, yeah. I wonder oh. if she'll do the whole baby, having a baby getting married thing on this show. If well, she's she, hinted she at the home. whole having, I mean, getting married thing. She's yeah. hinted at it. Interesting. But I think she's doing the whole millennial thing at the moment of earning mm-hmm. a house. So, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe she's a millennial. That's so weird. She just seems like not older in like a like a like she looks old sense, wise. but she seems so much yeah, she's very wise. Wise. Yeah. yeah. And so fucking patient, ridiculously so. That that is what I love about her, is that she has the patience to handle Ramona. To yeah. explain to Ramona in toddler language why something is not all right. Ramona, Ramona. It's it's I don't know. Okay, so you're saying you can't see the show without her, right? Okay, so obviously with the casting room and the Romana's gonna go, I look, I could be wrong. It could work without her, but she is the only one that's been a full time cast member for this whole time. You know, there was that season where Lou was demoted um, a friend. We need that chaos the Ramona chaos I feel but because Sonia brings a different kind of chaos Sonia brings a almost sad <laughs> sometimes yeah it is you sad. know what I mean like she's holding on to a bygone era mm-hmm. whereas Ramona yeah. thinks she's still 25 yes and I enjoy I do enjoy that delusion for sure I do as well yeah she's not looking back at oh I had a great life once. Hmm, Mario. Hmm. Um, no, she really where, isn't, is she? No, where I feel as Sonia's still doing that. Or mm. Morgan Letters, or Don't Touch That, or I'm in the board of the Morgans, or <laughs> uh, My Family Crest. So she's still kind of holding on to the words. Ramona's like, that happened, and now I'm going to live my life the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Which possibly includes, you know, voting for Trump. <laughs> and also... Pooping on the floor. Oh, I think this was your Twitter that I read where it's like someone who's educated and has a business does not know how their body works. Yeah. I'm just yeah. confused about the sheer amount of times it's happened. And it's um, a shady editing where they actually showed it. Like, I don't want to see her poop. I really don't want to see Maybe that's why she really quit. Because she's like, stop showing my shirt. <laughs> Stop pooping on the floor on a reality show, Ramona. <laughs> it's so strange. That's my makeup? What makeup? Mm. Like, it's actually kind of like, and I was eating while I was watching it, and, uh, uh, R.I.P. Yeah, didn't enjoy that meal. <laughs> I mean, Sonia's reaction to it was just like, it's not my shoe. Oh. I mean, that was like, I, I mean, I laughed. I guess I laughed, but it was more like true confusion. Like, what is happening with this woman? And... Listen, if it's something, if it's really like some kind of problem medically, 
<laughs> like pull a Rina, like go out there and like shill your adult diapers for Christ's sake. Exactly. It's very strange. Some true faith diapers. Let's bring that out. <laughs> true faith. So stupid. Um, <laughs> what did you think about the big dinner with Bershawn just going off on them? I think she's trying to make her mark. Oh, I think so. Too. I, I, I applaud Ramona for not abandoning her. Yeah. She wanted to. She really wants to. She just really cut wanted her loose. to. Yeah. But I think she understands the optics. So maybe she has learned something. You think she learned? Yeah. She learns how to make yeah. herself look okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Bishon is trying to secure an apple for next season and we more, mm-hmm. more power to her. Yeah. But it's always problematic when you go for the fan favorite. It is. She shouldn't have gone for Sonya. And it, like Sonya is our, is, she's our little sister. She's a big sister. Mm-hmm. She's a mom. She's an auntie. She is, she's ours. Yeah. Don't go out. You don't touch the Morgan letters. <laughs> it's Do true. Do not touch Sonya Morgan. Here's the thing. Like, I do agree with you. I also think that I think that Brashawn went went about it in a really not actually helpful way. Like you're the clown, you're this. Like that wasn't yeah. nice. Um, I will say Sonia is exhausting as much as I love her. Absolutely, and she needs a she needs a slap in the face, like at least like metaphorically, you know. She looks good though. She looks great. That time in the desert in the quarantine did her really well. Yeah. And her um and her facelift seems to have settled a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like I don't mind plastic surgery as long as it looks good. <laughs> so if I see you and botched, there's a there's a problem. We're gonna yeah. have a, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about that. But Terry Dubrow. Yeah. Um Luann's earrings saying Nell Sha instead of Chanel. Oh my oh my god, yes. I thought I was the only one that noticed it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then it was all because you know, we're both so bright. We're both so much of smarter course. than everybody else out there. Yeah. And then when I saw it yeah. online, I died. We're the most educated people on the table. It's true. Four degrees. Four degrees. Yeah, four degrees. <laughs> <laughs> um ah, Leah's really bugging me. I have an opinion about this because oh. everyone has been saying that Leah sucks, Leah needs to go. I think Leah is the same from last season. We just don't have Dorinda. Dorinda overshadowed a lot of that, I felt. Maybe. With her turkey baster and then going after Ramona and going after Luann. She went after everyone and everyone's... She sucked the oxygen out of the room. Whereas Leah, I feel like, has always been this way. We just didn't... We couldn't see past Dorinda to, to see that mess that leah is you know what i mean yeah that actually makes a lot of sense because a lot of my hate last year as much as i love dorinda uh, in mm. many ways i really hated her last year because we're so fair weather on the show right we're yeah, back and yeah, forth constantly. yeah yeah i mean i could love her like nixie if she comes back next season i'll be like you're my favorite all yep. time screw everybody else but last season was not her best no yeah the the I, she really turned me off with a turkey baster comment to Tinsley. That was really um, low. Yeah, it was really low. And she. Did, I feel like she needed this time off away from our screens, away from the dynamic of the housewives. Yeah. The issue with Dorinda is, yes, give her, give her a timeout, but will she grow in that timeout or will she just stew? We'll see. I mean, we'll see, because she's definitely got to come back. She's. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, hmm. What? So everyone's kind of saying that 
there's obviously a division between the housewives of the old and the new, mm-hmm. right? And there's no connection, there's no chemistry. And to me, the answer is not Dorinda, it's Tinsley. I actually kind of agree. She, Tinsley, she is both like, she has, you know, her finger high in society. So, yes, Sonia world and uh, Leah world, I think. Yeah, Leah world, yeah. I love Tinsley. And uh, I, look, we just all wanted the best for her. That exit was like, chef's kiss that <laughs> was perfect because it was it came out of nowhere it came out of nowhere and it was like dramatic looking at it was very gossip girl looking at the car yeah. we just never saw her again um and fuck scott we still hate scott fuck scott the coupon bitch i hate him yeah i just need her to uh to come back to us and and you know have her just what how do you do what do you do with eggs she has her eggs just like put them in yeah. put them in a surrogate or i don't know how that works and just have some babies and be it. happy and be independent just do it really rooting for i think t- if tennessee goes down that road of just i'm gonna do it on my own that'll be such a great journey yeah. from this little upper east side princess mm-hmm. that you know this i need a man oh i'm rapunzel in my castle yeah Ooh. very much so to like i'm a boss i can do it on my own even though my mom's still giving me an allowance <laughs> because i mean what do i have yeah i mean that i feel like that would be such a great journey for her yeah so I, we'll see i agree and more dale please i love dale she's very entertaining oh why, why can't we just swap out tinsley for dale can't we bring both no we can do both <laughs> um so look i would love to see Dorinda back, but I don't think she's the answer to the the divide, if that is an issue. I think it is Tinsley. Yeah, I actually, I think that's a really great point. Um, but we'll, we'll, I know one thing for this New York, because we do have to talk about Beverly Hills, because so much went on. We will, yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very, like, um, intense week this week. It was. Uh, Sonia drinking wine through the mask. I mean, wow. How, wow. Who, what, wow. when, where, why? I mean, can I petition Michael K to make her hot slut of the year? <laughs> because that was wow. I'll put in a word. I mean, yeah, please do. I mean, I, just, I just, we posted about it yesterday. I have no words. I have no. Yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no words. That was it great. Was not a drop. N- not spilled. a drop was spilled, and she was wearing like um a uh, like a leopard print type white like shirt yeah. and, and not a drop it was very impressive not a drop i think it was like physics or something like i think it was i honestly think it was that her sucking so hard that it didn't have a chance to pool or soak or yeah. whatever i don't really know this is why we love sonia morgan because that is such a base level mess <laughs> kind of situation yeah. like drunken uni days i'm gonna just chug this through my dirty mask but she still did it she still did it she did it in camera in the middle of a screaming match between was it bishon and it was yeah it was ramona's wine (laughs) it's ramona's wine i mean power to her um she's a national treasure she really is our everybody's favorite floozy yeah well it has come to the time that we speak (laughs) what a strange intro about Beverly Hills Housewives. The Hills of Beverly. The Hills of Beverly. And we're, we're right off. We're hot off ugly leather pants skate. Were they ugly though? I thought they they're okay. I would have worn them. I wouldn't have. I couldn't pull that off in any way. Not at all. They'd be ugly on me. Let me tell you. Okay. What do you think? What, what, what is your take on the situation? 
I think both of these women are polar opposites in how they deal with drama. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't want to use the word manic and I am about to use the word hysterical, but I do think that um, Sutton goes a little bit into hysterics and yeah. Crystal. Oh my God. She is so cool, calm, Teflon. collected and cutthroat. Yeah. Like Teflon. Uh, what do you think? I think that, I didn't, first of all, I didn't realize that manic was kind of a taboo word, so noted, not going to well, say Well, I think it's... I, I think in the situation, because yeah. of the whole thing, so... Yeah. Um, Sutton is clearly going through something. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we kind of not let into that, which is kind of frustrating. Well, it's alluded that, you know, I'm leaving my forever house, I'm mm-hmm. getting divorced. So that could be, maybe that's how people react to a divorce. I don't know. Um, I like, I like them both a lot. Was Crystal violated? I think she used the correct word in the yes. wrong context. Yes. It's out of context. It's on oh. brand. Um, <laughs> because I, I feel that her privacy was violated. Um, and we're obviously with the magic of editing, we don't know if she, if Crystal actually said come in when Sutton knocked. You know, a lot of things could have been cut out. Yeah, she did true. knock on the door. Crystal, can I come in? And here's um, the thing. When you knock on the door and you hear, ah, yeah. even if it's take it one sec, you might yeah. think it's come in, right? Like I've, I've yeah, yeah. Well, we've all been in we've that situation. That. Yeah. You know, the yeah. victim and the the perpetrator. We've all been both. Yeah. The victim. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. It's not French Canadian. Victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I really do wish a crystal would give an inch and just see that this woman is going through something. And she really won't. Um, and just not go for the juggler. But I do commend her for kind of just standing her ground and be like, this is what I said. Mm-hmm. This is how I felt. And I'm not changing how I felt just because you're losing it in front of me. Like, maybe she did feel, like, I don't know. I'm not in her shoes. Maybe she did feel violated. But I think that she just used it in the wrong context. You know, again, I guess we're all English majors because she's like, look it up. Look up the word. That's what it means. Pernicious. I, I just want, I want to give Sutton a hug. I just really do. Yeah. Because I feel like she just needs it. Sutton's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I think it's really, I kind of love both of them for very different I reasons. Do. Yeah. I really do. I really do. I love this. This is, um, I saw this on the Housewives Twitter, which is obviously very opinionated, um, where this is the kind of pity that we need from Housewives. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's not as dark as certain things. It's not things. as dark uh, as, you know, dungeon drugging and Brandy <laughs> Glanville. Yes, um, yes. But um, yeah, no, I I wish, that, I think that that would make a great team if they could mm-hmm. just sort out the issues. I agree. I actually like think that Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal could be an yeah. awesome, like kind of a Fox Force Five, like Counterforce. Counterforce, yes, counterforce. Yeah. That's I was like, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> um Yeah, the, like kind of the rival gang. The the, yeah. the the what do you call the sharks to their jets. They're the Charlie's Angels to Kathy's Charlie. <laughs> Because she does not get out of bed before 11, so someone needs to do the chores for her. It's true. I totally forgot that Kathy would totally be <laughs> on that team. But, you know, she yeah. kind of has to play play it safe because Kyle's there. Yeah. 
Um, so it kind of looks like <laughs> I I did when I gasped when Crystal kind of refused to apologize and called her an insecure, awkward woman. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. She's also not wrong. It's just she's so her tone is so like unforgiving and it's makes for great TV, I think. I think it's one of those things that we know not to kick a person when they're down. And this woman is clearly down. So I mean, we all saw it coming, was in the preview, so we knew that confrontation was coming. But as seeing in the wider context, I I just wish it gave her a little bit of a leeway. Just be like, you and I will have a talk about this and we'll never talk about it again. Let's one-on-one away from the woman, but with cameras, obviously. Duh. But I just wish that she gave her a little bit of a leeway. But I look, I respect a housewife who stands her ground. Me too. And I also, yeah. she's she's clearly very smart. Um, the I, I think the only reason I would be like, don't kick her when she's down isn't so much for Sutton. It's for Crystal's image, you know? Yeah. Like, look, hey, you could come off looking a lot better if you just at the very end of all of this be like, okay, yeah, I can understand you're going through something. Yeah. And yeah. obviously because um, Sutton is a Southern woman, uh, Southern blonde white woman, um, there is still a, a small f- faction of people that think that's a symbol of America. Yeah. So you've got this Asian American woman attacking the symbol of America. So there's going to be a faction of people, Housewives fans, will be like, how do you attack us? Us white yeah, blonde us woman. versus them grossness. Yeah. Well, well, even today, like we saw right before we started, Crystal posted a message from a racist yeah. who used anti-Asian slurs and terrible yeah. said terrible things to her. Terrible things, yeah. It's what she's dealing with. It's it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. God. And it's just, it's the same thing. I've obviously mentioned it with um with Ebony, and we talked about it with Gustav from the pre- premiere where. She has to think about her race every situation she goes. Because I mean, I mean, when I was in Australia two years ago, when I was living there, I was just standing in a bus stop in the Gold Coast trying to, you know, catch a ride back home. And then I get on the bus, and these teenagers were racially abusing me. <gasps> I didn't think that I would need to think about my race getting on a bus. No, you know what I mean. No, and I, that's where I think I'm more receptive to this conversation about race on these series at the moment because I'm like, okay, maybe I do need to think about it. Cause I've been living in this bubble where like, no, I guess I can say I was colorblind. Everyone's the same. We're all the same, you know, but. Pulling, you're pulling a Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, no, I, people still see me differently. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's all right. But I need to now acknowledge that maybe I am a little bit different. Yeah. Well, in in unfortunately, I, it's like I didn't. I'm a white person. <gasps> Shock. I, I know, and I'm <laughs> and I'm coming out. I'm coming as a white person. Um, I haven't ever had to think about my race other than my privilege. I've never worried for my safety because of my race. Of course, it's yeah, and so it it really does. I I I really do an eye roll when people are saying this the inclusion of non-white housewives is becoming preachy or dark or whatever. It's, yeah, no. no. And I mean, I do understand what Ramona, going back a little bit to New York, where she say, I don't want to think about this all the time because it does get heavy. It does get heavy. It does. But that is but life. 
Yeah. You can tell that she lives and, in a bubble, an Upper East Side bubble, where all her friends, her 50 close girlfriends, are blonde white women. <laughs> They're all white. Yeah. They're all white. Plus Bershon, so I guess. Plus Bershon. Oh, man. So, yeah, back to Beverly Hills. So, yeah, I wish that she would just give her a little bit of a break. Like I said, like just cut her a little bit of slack. But like I said, I respect the woman that stands her ground. I said what I said. So there you go. I said what I said. Um, we need to talk about Erica. She's denying everything. I don't know what to believe anymore. I really don't. And it's and it's annoying me. <laughs> I came into this episode, I watched Hustling the Housewife, I guess like everybody else. Oh, and so think and came off thinking she knew. She had to have known. Yeah. Right? Totally. After watching this episode, and it was a big, the, that last part with mm-hmm. Erica and Kyle was pretty much, I think, half the episode. It was a big chunk of it. It was a big chunk. Um, I want to believe that she didn't know, based on that. I want to, as an opt, I know, generally an optimistic person, I want to believe that she didn't know, that it's not just for optics, that she's not acting i just that's what i want to believe but the cynic in me who has you know seen this ice queen she's been referred to in the past who i mean all i was thinking was like did she just suddenly run out of like waterproof mascara right it's just perf- that's what i'm like it's just performative they like okay no, i'm gonna very performative i'm gonna choose this pharmacy brand mascara <laughs> not my super glam that I get from Mark Jacobs to, you know, cry on camera. I don't know. I want to believe that she didn't know, but I don't know. This is where we differ. I want to believe that she did know. And I want proof because I, it, and you know what? Mm. She's talking about people who like, as soon as these these allegations came out, they just believed it and people are evil and all this and, and Rinna and and Kyle are like, why would people believe this? Well, it unfortunately you're a reality star. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're a rich bitch type. And you have been very mean in the past and 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 held people to an impossible standard, like a Denise Richards. Yeah. Or oh, God, that yes. cyclist in Berlin. Like, <laughs> you're an asshole. So this is a weird kind of public karma for you. Yeah. And, and it, I think she knew. I think she knew. But she's... Yeah, the, the waterproof mascara thing. I mean, Camille... Camille Grammer. Camille. I mean... Camille. Camille Donatachica. She she's so pernicious. She's so pernicious. She tweeted that um, she went swimming with Erica a couple of years ago on a cast vacation and there was no mascara running no. then. So obviously this is a choice. It's a, a choice, choice or it's just lack of glam. <laughs> or yes. Because. So to downgrade her supplies. That first confessional, the red, the yes. red that she's wearing, I'm like, this is a downgrade. Yes. What, 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 what is going on here? The makeup wasn't blended properly. Um, just the outfit is just not her. But then she comes out with this new look with the short blonde and this houndsuit. I'm like, that is Erica. But who's paying for that? I don't know. Because I don't know. What we got from Hustler in the House for those two people that didn't watch it is that <laughs> she obviously had a singing career, which she yeah. does. We won't deny that. But yeah, and did she buy making- it? Maybe, but she, she did. It but exists. she wasn't making money out of it. 
No. Whatever she was making it was going back. It was being reinvested into Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't making. She is not making enough money from her singing career to warrant a forty thousand dollar a month budget that she can pay on her own. Yeah. Oh my god. Tom no, was footing that bill. So with Tom's money frozen out of the way, mm-hmm. who's footing that bill? Is it Scooter Braun because they're having an affair? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, and who's yeah. he's just separated from his wife? Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, you know, I don't know, and I, I don't know if I believe her. I uh, clearly she wasn't making any of her own money. Clearly, Tom's a fucking prick. From what even from what we're reading, from what she's yeah. saying, I believe every word she's saying about him being a fucking cold asshole. But it's hard for me to believe that. Really? Be- I mean, because she's talked about the opposite. She said she's he's so loving. I think she was a liar. So, well, who's when is she lying now? I mean, she if she was lying before, why is she not lying now? I mean, it's so this is where it's kind of it kind of make it make sense, you know. So when were you lying? I think I don't know. I don't know, and I'm so confused. I'm like so bummed out because at the end of this episode. I said to my partner who was watching with me, I was like, I don't know the truth. And I want it to be clearly cut and dry. I want Bravo to give it to me on a 90 minute special. No ads. Yes. Definitive. Definitive Definitive. proof. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want my Canadian TV to cut it down to an hour. I want a full 90 minutes. Fuck you, Slice. That's the network they play on. Yeah. (laughs) I guess my issue with Erica and this whole thing, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say she didn't Mm -hmm. know. She didn't know yeah. then what was going on. Yeah. She knows now. And she still won't get the money back. And that to yeah. me makes her a shitty person. Yeah, she's a shitty person. I think she's proven that. Yeah. And I think she did She did selective blinders. And I think it was yeah. willful, willful ignorance. Willful yeah. ignorance. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And yeah, I think it's gross. And I'm here for it though. Like next week, I think next week or the next week after, she's going to be sending those. Um, she's going to be sending out that those screenshots of like that those old oh, t9 God, texts yeah with the judge tom's alleged affair with the judge yeah i well, i mean well what, what even was that i don't that was know. just a mess it's a mess she's really let her she's really fucked up and I, I think she's an asshole and i think she's selfish and i want to see her downfall i want i don't it's very frustrating <laughs> to see her constantly deny this stuff and have no proof that she is an asshole i want proof she's an asshole my frustration with this whole thing is that everyone has circled the wagon around her protecting mm-hmm. her coddling her yes it's so annoying not like this but with denise who was going through the same she was crying to them being like no you're a cheating whore yeah you know what i mean i'm yeah. like okay. and so denise can pay for literally can pay for her own bills <sighs> she does, does not need the show that's true well erica needs the show erica i feel will need the show mm-hmm. there's i feel like a few of these beverly hills women that don't need it because they have their own thing going on. They don't need a private check to pay for things. Garcelle doesn't need it. Sutton doesn't need Sutton really Literally doesn't need it. Literally none of these women do except now Erica. Yeah. Maybe Dorit. Depends who you believe. Dorit kind of needs it. Yeah. <laughs> Dorit wasn't even in this episode. Well, she's a designer, I remember. Oh, she yes. designed a room. Yeah, that's so true. Therefore she, can de- therefore, she can design wedding dresses. <laughs> I died. Oh, God. The editors, again, so good. So shady. Giving us, you're so shady. Um, I love Dorit. I love her too. I did it in the beginning. Me neither. But she's come through this, the gauntlet of just, she's survived 
Puppygate, even though, <laughs> let's be honest, that's kind of her fault. Uh, <laughs> Puppygate. Yeah, don't return the dog to the pound. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that there were some podcasters on Watch What Happens Live the other night, and one of them said- Yes, Danny was on. <laughs> yes, Danny, yeah, he's so funny. Yeah. Uh, one of those podcasters was saying, these girls did not give Erica a hard time at all. They are just giving her unwavering support for these terrible things. And yet they drove Lisa Vanderpump off the show because of a story about a puppy. <laughs> like, yeah. It's ridiculous. This is crazy I mean, it's facts here. It is literal um, facts. We'll see who challenges because, I mean, from the previous, it looks like Sutton's the one that's going to bring things up. Thank or, God. I guess, Dorit a little bit. So, because, I mean, if you saw Dorit wasn't part of those phone calls when no, she was they're, not. you know, meant to be so tight. So we'll see. Um we'll see. But I'm excited. Yeah, I, I I'm excited like... for somebody to stand up to her. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want her back? Do you want her to have a redemption season? No. I'm done. I want her to I you want, want her to crash done. and burn. <laughs> Actually, that's probably ill choice of words for uh, the plane crash victims. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one last thing about Beverly Hills. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, please hold you right before we recorded. Kyle Richards is going to be in a Christmas <laughs> movie, in Peacock. So she's now you know <laughs> the queen of the holiday. She's got Halloween. Um, she's got a Christmas <laughs> movie called The Real Housewives of the North Pole coming. Wait, what is this? What it's, are you? What the fuck are you talking about? It's it's a it's a it's going to be a Christmas movie. Everyone's making Christmas movies now. It's not just a Hallmark yes. channel anymore. So yeah. Peacock's getting in the game. They're making a Real Housewives. It's a you know a scripted movie about mm-hmm. I think women that live in a certain place. I think in Vermont called the North Pole. I'm looking this up right now. And the, the lady from Breaking Bad is in it. And the they're sister. competing for the best decorated house. I don't know. Oh, weird. Real House of the North Pole. I cannot wait. I will watch that and get so high. I, I cannot I, wait. I am just waiting for her Thanksgiving movie and then her Valentine's Day movie. Like, she is she is crossing off those holidays. Yeah, she's really good. I'm very excited for this. I love her. I don't think. And, and based on that, um, that Halloween? Halloween trailer, she doesn't look like she's a bad actress. Well, you know, she that that clip from Real House on the Prairie proves that she's probably the most talented <laughs> one out of yeah, like definitely. Denise Richards who, Lisa Renner who, Eileen yeah. Davidson who, Kyle Richards. Don't speak ill of Eileen. That's why I'm a legend. She's a legend. We love her. She really is. This, I mean, this is one of the again, the people that don't need the show, but just kind of yeah, went on just to because I mean she's an award-winning actress. Yeah. I mean, Kyle wishes, but Kyle she's having a renaissance yeah she is yeah. she really is um well nick this has been absolutely lovely I'm, I'm happy we can finally have you on because we've been we've been online buddies for a while a now while, yeah yeah and i really appreciate that you you know you listen to the podcast of course not many do not i many do. honestly <laughs> no joke after a certain podcast by Miss Casey Wilson and Dana and, Schneider, oh. so bitch sesh, this is literally the second podcast I listened to in my housewives roster. So that's a great honor because I love bitch sesh. Bitch that sesh. was the one that inspired me to even do this. You guys are even ahead of Danny Pellegrino. <gasps> Don't say that. Don't uh, lie to me. I love you, Danny. Don't lie to but me. But really, I will. <laughs> I mean, so thank you for having me. It's been such a quite an experience. This has been really good. Is it what you thought recording a podcast would be like? It's been this has been really more like a conversation with a really good friend. 
that's oh, just recorded. I'll take it. You know? And then I feel like next week I'm going to be either... I'm going to have either quite a few new followers or I'm going to get cancelled. I'm going to have to join Chrissy Teigen <laughs> in the cancel couch for my hot takes. So we'll see. Um, I don't think any of your takes were cancelable. Yeah. Um, where can we find you? So you can I find we've me. I already given them your handle, but just over, give us a refresher. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at RH out of context. So R-H-O-U-T-R-F-C-R-N-T-E-X-T. <laughs> I had to think about the spelling there. Um, yeah, me too. I had a tough time spelling. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter on that. I'm also on Facebook, Real Housewives Out of Context, and where good gifts are found. So Giphy, Tenor, and Tumblr. I'm everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, I And once again, I'm such a fan of your I, – I mainly follow on Instagram. I'm so It's so funny. Thank it's you the, so much. Really great. Really great memeage, and it's hard to make a meme. So it really is. And, you know – really like I said, it's exhausting. With, with, with in such a good time of Housewives with three really top tier ones, um, yeah. and the work that goes into this. So applause <laughs> for you too. I mean, you had oh, notes. Thanks. You had oh god, this is good. A lot of the time, it all goes out the window though, because then we just shoot. The That's pretty much it. I mean, we've been talking god. for two hours, yeah. and it feels like it's been two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, thanks so much for being on. Um, and to all you listeners, I'll talk to you next week. And a collective bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>